Good morning, brothers and sisters of Ebenezer Community Alliance Church who are worshiping with us, watching this live stream from different places. Amidst the pandemic, mission continues. This is the series, first series of the missions month we had with the, with the, with the Kamakok. And the first Sunday, Mrs. Biola Garga preached on the reasons why we must fervently participate in missions regardless of this worldwide adversity. The second Sunday, Pastor Nonong talked about why missions is relevant to us at this time of pandemic. And last Sunday, we remember Brother Jesse Manhuyod preached on how to remain faithful to the Great Commission in this time of crisis. Today, we will answer the question, how do we avoid the trap of focusing on the temporal and lost sight of the eternal? And I titled the message, Temporal versus Eternal in Doing Missions. What is temporal and what is eternal? How do we relate these words to our daily lives and in doing the Great Commission? Before we will proceed, shall we ask God to his empowerment in delivering his message? Our most gracious Heavenly Father, we come, Lord, asking for your uh, power for the Holy Spirit to give words of wisdom that will uh, enable us to know more, to live more, O oh God, of what you are uh, desiring for us to do to glorify your name, O oh Lord. Forgive, Lord, all our trespasses, my wrongdoing, and that your message will be clear enough, Lord, to those who will be listening, and for me as well, delivering it, Lord. I pray you will empower me, God, to speak the words of wisdom and the words of encouragement to everybody. This I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Today, as we look at the people around us, and even in ourselves, we realize that we are living in the trap of temporal thinking. Temporal thinking is often what we do every day. What, we, what do we usually think about every morning? when we wake up until the close of the day. In all of our work, we say, ang dami kong gagawin. Kailangan magmadali. Like cooking, eating, cleaning up, going to work, and many others. Looking at our workload every day, there is a tendency to be trapped in thinking about temporal things. What's worse is 
we also tend to complain at the same time. In the first place, what do we mean with the word trap? Oh, let's define the word trap. According to Webster's Dictionary, trap means a device or enclosure designed to catch and retain animals. Typically, by allowing entry but could not exit by catching hold of a part of the body. That is why when we had a rat trap in the house, the rat could never get out and it means death. There is a story in the Bible in Luke 10, 38-42, illustrating what happens when people focus on the eternal. Verse 38, Now as they went on their way, Jesus entered the village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listening to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she went up to him and said, Lord, you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone. Please tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen that good portion, which will not be taken away from her. In five short verses, we can see here how Martha was caught up and became busy in preparation of the food to serve, not seeing what was more important and necessary at the time when Jesus visited them. Hence, he focused on the temporal, but was blind to the eternal, which was the teaching and the presence of Jesus. Going further, let's define terms. What is temporal? Because our topic is temporal versus eternal. According to Webster, the temporal is related to earthly life. Yan. Or what is not non-eternal? What then are examples of temporal? So, the temporal is everything we see. For example, material things like wealth, earthly relationships, sufferings, infirmities, problems that will only last here on earth. What is the problem when we focus too much on the temporal? The problem is with our minds. We tend to focus too much on money, Overthinking on how to collect and spend it. In our jobs, we might even think that work is more important than our relationship or fellowship with God. With our eyes, we tend to look at the things that satisfies our lust instead of using our spiritual eyes to look to Jesus. With our hands, we tend to do things that only have temporary value. The sad thing is when we do things that have no value at all. Again, we tend to focus too much on earthly things. Things that are fleeting like spending more time on social media. We are all guilty of this one. Watching TV series and have no eternal value. We know that there is no eternal value. On the other hand, what is eternal? According to Webster's, again, dictionary, eternal means lasting or 
existing power forever without end or beginning or unchanging the eternal is what cannot be taken away from us it is that which has value that exceeds our eternal life for example god holiness spiritual joys the word of god fruitfulness paradise in heaven these are what we call eternal because they have lasting value even beyond this life with the eternal and temporal in view we now dive in into our beautiful text in second corinthians chapter 4 starting in verse 7 paul said but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to god and not to us the treasure here is the indescribable eternal value of the gospel that they were carrying where is this treasure found and temporal jars of clay our bodies which means that the infinitely valuable gospel was carried through their insignificant and unattractive bodies in other words paul is comparing how the gospel was unbelievably beautiful and worthy but the ministers who carried it were not and that is to show that the surpassing power belongs to god and not to us that god's limitless and eternal power was shown through men's temporary weakness paul had a very clear grasp of the situation and of the possible consequences of doing his mission but it is the hope the confidence of eternal life which is the treasure that will not be lost even if this body is killed or dies the treasure is being offered for free but the preservation of this treasure is costly the treasure is inside the body which will not get lost even when the body is killed or dies in verse 8 to 9 Paul's con paul continues we are afflicted in every way but not crushed perplexed but not driven to despair persecuted but not forsaken struck down but not destroyed always carrying in the body the death of jesus so that the life of jesus may also be manifested in our bodies here we see how the great paradox that in paul's temporary weakness god's eternal power sustained him paul was always dying but never lifeless he summarized his experience by serving jesus of being afflicted perplexed persecuted and struck down into one phrase always carrying in the body the death of jesus and use the praise the life of jesus to share how god saved him from being crushed from despair from abandonment and from destruction as he was suffering again in paul's temporary weakness 
God's eternal power sustain him. Why is this so important? Especially in missions. As we are uh, talking about missions. Missions month, October. Because if we are to reach out the nations for the Lord, if we are to make disciples of all nations, we must expect temporary suffering and oppositions. Things will not be easy. The devil will attack us and those who are those who we will try to share the gospel may harm us or even kill us. But like Paul, our confidence is this, that in our temporary weakness, God's eternal power will sustain us. Paul continues, verse 11, For we who live, for we who live are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. Paul said, we are always being given over to death. He talked about the dangers he faced every day and how he may even close to death every day. He even said in 1 Corinthians 15, 30 to 31, as for us, why do we endanger ourselves every, every hour? I face death every day. Yes. Just as surely as I boast about you in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Yan ang declaration ni Paul sa 1 Corinthians 15. And Paul is clear for whom he is suffering. For Jesus' sake. It is for Jesus that he goes through this temporary but very difficult pains. He said, so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. Paul is saying that the resurrection power, the life of Jesus, can be seen working in them as they were in the worst circumstances. Verse 12, so death is at work in us, but life in you. So merong death, merong life. There is always a contrast. Paul said that the deeper he suffered for the children of God in Corinth, the more they enjoyed Jesus' life in them. But what enabled Paul to be faithful in his ministry, even when it involved so much pain and suffering, it is this, my fellow Christians, it is faith, pananampalataya ni Paul. And I'm sure we have this faith as well. For Paul, faith cannot remain silent. And his deep conviction was that if Christ was resurrected, we can be sure that we will be resurrected as well. Verse 15, verse 13 to 15. He said, Since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what has been written, I believe and so I spoke, we also believe, and so we also speak, knowing that he who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and bring us with you into his presence. And Paul again said that all the temporary pains they went through were not for themselves, but for the benefit of the people of God, for the glory of God. In verse 15 it said, For it is all for your sake, so that as grace extends to more and more people, it may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. Let us not forget that all our efforts and suffering 
is for the sake of others so that many more may experience God's grace in their lives and that ultimately God will be glorified. Sabi sa Psalms, not unto us but unto thy name give glory. In application, Paul said in verse 16 to 18, So, we do not lose heart though our outer self is wasting away. Our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen, for the things that are seen are transient, temporal, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Even when everything around Paul was painful and difficult, he will not lose heart. Even in the midst of overwhelming challenges, he will not be discouraged. Why? Because he will be resurrected with Jesus. Verse 14. And he had the task of helping the Corinthians grow spiritually and then glorify God. Verse 15. In the same way, that is also the reason why we will not be discouraged in the face of temporary and temporary suffering because we will be resurrected with Jesus. We have a task of helping Christians grow spiritually and eventually glorify God. Verse 16 to 17, Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. Even as their bodies were becoming weak because of the sufferings they went through, Paul said, their inner self is being renewed day by day. The more they became physically weak, the more they became spiritually strong. More surprisingly, despite the unbelievable suffering they faced, Paul called it light momentarily affliction. That what they went through was heavy and was not only for a while. Why? Because their suffering was producing solid, lasting glory. An eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. Rick Warren defined God's glory. The weight of his importance, it is God's glory. The radiance of his splendor. The demonstration of his power. The atmosphere of his presence. And the expression of his goodness and all his transit eternal qualities. How amazing to think that our suffering produces this. And for Paul, this eternal glory far outweighs any light and momentarily troubles that are being presently experienced. The deeper the pains, the greater the glory. Wow. Verse 18. As we look not the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen, for the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. For Paul, 
producing this glory was not automatic. That can only happen if we fix our attention on the eternal truth that suffering leads to glory. We must set our affection on the things above. Colossians 3.12 says, Since you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above, while Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, which is temporary, temporal. We are to focus our attention on lasting realities that we do not see yet. On the age to come, that is present in promises and blessings still to be fully realized. Paul was deeply aware that the present age is passing away, whereas the age to come is eternal, being disdained to last forever, and that his pains were temporary, but his reward was eternal. What is our application, main application today? Prioritize eternal rather than temporal. Prioritize the eternal rather than the temporal. This missions month, let us honor our missionaries who are willing to risk their own lives for the soul, souls of others. Why would they sacrifice their lives for others? Because they prioritize the eternal rather than the temporal. We remembered visionaries like Jim Elliot, Nate Saint, and three others who bravely tried to share Jesus to the Waudani people, a dangerous tribe in the jungles of Ecuador. You can see this movie, uh, End of the Spear. Even with a big possibility of death, they still tried to reach out to the Waudani. In 1956, they were speared to death by the tribesmen. What gave them the courage to do this? They were looking at the eternal souls of these tribesmen with the love of Jesus. And God used the death, death to empower the missionaries' wives to reach out to the Waudani. And through the work of these women, many of the tribesmen came to know Jesus and were deeply transform from being murderers to peaceful loving people what amazing is how the wives forgave the people who murdered their husband instead of saying lord but this woman even reached out to the people who killed their beloved spouses why because they were looking at the eternal souls of these tribesmen with the love of Jesus. They focused more on the eternal rather than the temporal. In short, these missionaries suffered but responded with truth, love, and, and forgiveness in spite of fear and uncertainty because they focused on the eternal. There is more urgent today because those who are almost to die tend to be the most open to the gospel. I have an experience. 
yung aking kapatid, si Arnolfo. On his deathbed, I asked my wife, mommy, to call my brother from Sambuanga to Iloilo. Read verses and assurance at uh, I want to praise the Lord that uh, aking kapatid na to is very, ano naman to, hindi siya hindi siya ganong responsive sa gospel. Many times I talk to him. One time, I'm uh, requesting a prayer before we, we go outside and he blocked me. Hindi na kailangan. But does not, hindi yung nagpigil sa akin na magpatuloy and gamitin si mami natawagan siya in his deathbed. And praise the Lord, he accepted Jesus Christ as a Savior days before he died. Yung aking brother-in-law, si Kuya Joe Florendo, was also very sick when I came to visit him one time sa, sa, ano to, sa Kaluokan. And then, uh, I testified to him, I, I said that Jesus is the Savior and you must ask forgiveness. And uh, praise the Lord. Walang atubili. My brother-in-law prayed and asked forgiveness and received Jesus in his heart. Another experience, my intensity to bring the gospel to my parents. No? Aking kilala na pastor, Pastor Romy Valerio, from Manila to Palawan. Personally, talk to my parents. I give him uh, fare from Manila to Palawan just to, again, talk to my parents. Even though my testimony can say, and I already talked to them about Jesus. But uh, I still give fare to Pastor Romy to verify and testify again. And the, uh, and the response is positive. Praise the Lord. And we are called by God to do the same. We must redeem the time because the days are evil. We are the light of the world that must shine in darkness. How bright is the light we bring to a malaking question mark sa life natin. Sa life ko. We cannot shine in the dark if we are trapped in doing things that, are, that only have temporary significance. We must act with eternal perspective, focusing on the activities that have eternal value. In conclusion, let us go back to our question. How do we avoid the trap of focusing on the temporal and lost sight of the eternal. Number one, ask for God's power to sustain us in our suffering. Ask for God's power to sustain us in our suffering. Number two, be assured that we will be resurrected with Jesus. By faith, we believe this assurance that we will be resurrected with Jesus. Number three, focus on our task of helping others grow spiritually 
and glorifying God. Number four, set our mind on the eternal glory ahead. The po ang mga assurances na nakita natin sa life ni Paul. In spite of sufferings, in spite of persecutions. With this eternal destinies, with eternal destinies and eternal rewards in view, the missionary message for today is this. Reaching out to others, reaching out to other nations is more imperative now more than ever. Using any possible means. May the Holy Spirit empower us to give up our lives for this higher and more eternal calling, whatever the cost may be. Let us pray. <clears throat> Panginoon namin Diyos, kami po ay muli ay uh, ipapakumbaba. Ipapailalim sa inyong kapangyarihan. Nakikita namin na kailanman ay hindi kayo nagbabago. Ang inyong salita ay laging uh, chariwa kung aming pag-aaralan at aming uh, hihukayin. Marami kaming makikita ng mga pagpapala galing sa inyo. Salamat po sa inyong mensahe, Panginoon. Salamat sa Banala Espiritu. Salamat sa katiyakan na kailanman hindi nyo kami iiwan. Even we suffer, Lord, even we are persecuted, even uh, we cannot understand many times what is happening. But uh, the assurance of your presence, the working of the Holy Spirit, and the joy that was set before us, giving us more uh, life, Lord, spiritual life that is in Christ Jesus. And so we thank you, Lord. We bless your name. We praise your name. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen.